Hey everybody and welcome to Reviewables with me, Edwin Salmon and Keen McGarrigal, co-host who is silently sitting beside me. Uh, today's episode features comedian Grace Mulvey. Energy sources we like renewable Some sweets are hard and others chewable Bank accounts while interests accruable We believe that everything's renewable Renewable So we're talking about uh, white men and how they're having a hard time lately. Yeah. <laughs> they really are. I had this discussion last night, actually, once again. Part of an improv group, going to bring it up. Oh, yeah. But uh, we only have one white straight guy in the group. And I was like, this is really, like, unique. Because the rest of us just aren't white straight men. And, and improv is built on white straight men. And it really is. Yeah. And he gets such a hard time in every sketch because he's just the butt of the joke. Really? Yeah. And it's funny. He was like, he was like, he always talks to my friend Darren. He's always like... He says, this is the one group I'm in that being a white straight man is like the butt of every joke. He's like, it's never brought up when I'm like in everyday life. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. He finds it really hard. It's I'm never like, well. brought up in everyday life. <laughs> yeah, Walking like, down the street. Hey, you. Hey, whitey. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And we were talking about. Bet you, bet you like ladies, do you? You big fucking hetero. We were talking about what offends him. I was like, what word I would actually offend you if someone called you on the street? Because like. We have my friend Marilyn, who's Filipino and gay, like, you know, yeah. and then two women in the group. He's hogging all the, uh, He's, uh, yeah. all the, all the uh, offensive names. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But Marilyn, but with Darren, I was like, so what would offend you? And he actually couldn't think of a word that would really offend him, apart from ginger. Dickhead. What about that? But like, you know, <laughs> Dickhead. Yeah. But nothing that he'd be like, oh my God. A, a I know, it's my terrible, people. isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? So he's, you can't use that word. <laughs> yeah. That's our word for yeah. ourselves, bro. He, maybe? he had nothing yeah. like, yeah. He's a straight white ginger. Yeah. It sounds like a, a bad remake of a single white female. Straight white ginger. I would go see that film. No problem. Star, starring Nicole Kidman. Who do, who do we know could be in that? Ed Sheeran and making a, a cameo Ed again. Ed Sheeran turns oh, you could, up you and could, moves into someone's house. Yeah, you could gen, yeah. you could gender swap it because that's what they're doing these days. You know, yeah, yeah. everything's yeah. possibly gender swapped. The guys, Doc, Doctor Who, Ghostbusters, yeah, James Bond, possibly. Oh, oh great! Yeah. That's what they're Jane saying. Bond. Jane Bond. Yeah, but they could. Are ch- they going to do GI Joe, the re- gender swap version of GI Jane? That was with the, your one, that film Demi Moore. Demi Moore. That, yeah, that was the worst adaptation of a toy uh, brand I've, <laughs> I've ever seen. It was just there was nothing. I mean, it's like what? What's going on there? I've never, I've never, I've never seen, seen that film. I'm struggling because I literally she, was like, I've never seen. She was supposed, yeah, yeah. I think she was, she was playing the the woman who became the first female marine or yeah. something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I, I never watched it. I remember, but the they trailer. called it GI Jane for some reason, and oh, the, there was a montage was where she was trying to do a push up with one hand, and then she did it at the end. It was like a Rocky for women, really. <laughs> yeah, a one handed push up. See, no that, woman has achieved it since. See, that was <laughs> that that was good because that showed that uh, you know. Being a state-sponsored murderer yeah. is not just for men. Women can do it as well. Oh, we can be as bad as men. You, women can, like, can can travel the world and kill people. I'm waiting for, for my first female dictator that we can be like oh. our Hitler. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't mean that. <laughs> I really hope we don't have one. <laughs> what about uh, what about your woman from Burma? She's going there. She's making waves. Oh, you know? and she's yeah. she, that's a great plot twist as well. Everyone I thought know. she was great. Damien yeah. Rice wrote a song about her. Plot twist. Haha, she's killed loads she of people. The Hangman's Daughter. Was that written about that mm, Burmese lady? No, it was an, un, name I don't un, know. an unsung, an unplayed piano. I want, like, I could spell it. 
Oh, I go for it. No, I can't really spell it. <laughs> it's like a weird spelling bee. <laughs> yeah. What? Oh, Use it in a... Yeah, it's Soon Yi. No, that's that's uh, that Woody. That's Woody, Woody Allen's, Allen's uh, wife. Oh my god, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Ang San Suu Kyi. It's close enough. Ang San Suu Kyi. Ang <laughs> on the seashore. <laughs> Is it Ang San Suu Kyi? Ah, okay. I'll edit that down so it sounds Summary. like we just got it. Brilliant, thank you. <laughs> we'll just edit it down to just you saying. Hitler. <laughs> and we have Grace today. Hitler. Yeah. Uh, I can't hear the Hitler. <laughs> um, no, Damien Rice, Unplayed Piano, the one he did with Lisa Hannigan. Terrible song. Oh, is it? Terrible song. Which really an unplayed piano is just the sound of the ambient noise of a room with the piano the, the lyrics, The lyrics, it contained the line, Unplayed Piano still holds its tune, which it is factually inaccurate an unplayed piano will actually lose its tune so I don't know what yeah. he's talking about he's mad so it's not the playing of a piano that makes it unplayed a tune piano I think that's what it's called look it up there and tweet us at Reviewables Pod hey while you're at it <laughs> look us up on iTunes and leave us a review and subscribe and star raging or whatever like yeah. that and eat lots Do of that. fruit yeah. yeah, get some just, exercise. That's yeah. just general advice. So he's Darren is the butt of all the jokes. He's the butt of all What's the jokes. What's the name of your improv group? Uh, Ungrateful Dodos. Ungrateful Dodos. Yeah, Ungrateful a terrible Dodos. name. <laughs> yeah. It was literally a name we picked out uh, where it was like, oh, pick a word, ungrateful or whatever, and then pick an animal, Dodos. And Smashing pumpkins. Yeah, you know. exactly. Yeah. Yeah, that's what we're hoping for their kind of success. But uh, yeah, so <laughs> there's four of us in the Who's group. the Billy Corgan yeah. of the group? <laughs> yeah. 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 Who, who comes in and re-improvs when everyone else has gone home at night? Who's the improver that was kicked out years ago and yeah. the, you won't let them back in? Oh, probably another white man. That's what the improv... That'd be great for a comedy group. Straight white men. <laughs> yeah, I know, <laughs> and yeah. It's, and it's and all it's like all lesbians. That'd be brilliant. Ethnically yeah, yeah, yeah. diverse lesbians. Just playing straight yeah. white men in it. Every scene they come in as straight white men, it'd be brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I always like Dave Chappelle's white guy voice. Oh, it's unbelievable. His, I was his, watching... His white guy voice is very, very funny. I was watching I his uh, racial draft sketch. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, and yeah. he just white men so brilliantly. It's so good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What's that one? Uh, he's got a line about Lenny Kravitz. His wife. His his father was a was a lawyer, or something like that. Oh, he's Jewish. Yeah, he's yeah. Jewish and something else. It's like he's he's the most confusing out of all the racial traps. But like, yeah, claiming cl- claiming people for yeah, it's weird. I yeah. don't know. I mean. I suppose Michael Jackson really uh, muddied those waters, or muddy waters also, <laughs> or lightened those waters. I don't know. He did something to the waters. Playing with metaphors here. He did. Yeah. Pool. God, I was watching a thing about. I was watching. You know, you go on a YouTube kind of down a YouTube rabbit hole. I was watching videos about uh, abandoned places, like you know, prisons, schools, stuff like that. And there was one about Neverland. Ranch. Oh, is that, is that abandoned now? I said Neverland. Neverland, yeah. <laughs> Not Neverland. Yeah. Like Maryland. <laughs> like Maryland. Yeah. Neverland. Oh, uh, yeah, so that's not still owned by him, is it? Or is no, it no. Well, it's dead, no, no, yeah, no. no. Sorry, nobody, nobody bought it. It's just, uh, yeah. it's just abandoned. Now, it's not like overgrown. It's not like a post-apocalyptic. Yeah. But uh, the, the door knocker on the front door is two small boys about to kiss. Oh, dear. Uh, they've since changed it. Yeah. But I was thinking, oh, come on, man. You just, you know... You just don't do that. That's like uh, Al Porter's door knocker being a groping hand. You know, you just 
you change it to a thumbs up or something. Yeah. 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 Do you ever do the accents uh, improv game? Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It was difficult, especially when they say Welsh. The Welsh accent's very hard to do. Gwyneth, were you stuck in the Uber? Well, there you go. That's yeah. it. I, obviously, I was wrong. <laughs> I was actually... <laughs> we caught out one time and couldn't was... do it. Welsh yeah, is no. hard. Welsh Wh- also goes towards Pakistan. Yeah, the longer it goes on, the yeah. the, the worse it gets. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I used to do improv, uh, yes, and no, I don't do it anymore. <laughs> did you like it? Uh, I did, yeah. It's, uh, But then I kind of just got sick of it. For whatever reason. Well, it doesn't have like with, like you know, it doesn't have the same thing with stand up. Yeah. In particularly like in Ireland, like it's just such a small scene. So in a way, like a lot of improv is performed in front of other improvisers. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like a it's lot that of stand up is performed in front of other stand ups as well. That's true, but it's at least you yeah. can get audiences. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's, they're trying to now build it up more. Yes. Yeah. Like it's not as well. I suppose it's when you see really good improv, you kind of go. That's what that's what happened to me. I saw really good sort of not long form improv, but like just very good, mm. better than I could ever do. And I was like, yeah, yeah, I'm gonna, I can't do that. They have the head of uh, the IO coming over from I think from Chicago to do a workshop this weekend actually. Oh really? Yeah. So or no next weekend and uh, like this, well when <laughs> when this goes out next weekend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, uh, bank the bank holiday. Bank holiday. Yeah, yeah. The weekend of the bank holiday. But that's just to, um, yeah, just kind of to get as many American teachers over as possible because clearly that's where it all began, really. Yeah. You know, I would never do improv on a stand up night, though. I will say that. Oh, oh no, I yeah. hate when they do that in the Battle of the Axe. Who's, what's that group that always does it? I was in that group. Yeah. Yeah. Did you like it? Like, did you oh. do it? How'd you find it? There'll be loads of people in, but then I also, yeah. Can I eat this? Yeah, either. <laughs> I used to try. I used to travel in, and now the rustling sounds of a Kinder Bueno being <laughs> taken out of its packet. Oh my god, that was such a good crunch as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a shame you lean back from the microphone. <laughs> no, don't, don't, don't chew in the microphone. People hate that. Specifically, my brother Johnny, who was on. He was like, "Hi, Johnny." You shouldn't eat because like, we used to eat things and review things that we ate. The whole, the whole point of that was disgusting. that people hate listening to people eat on podcasts. Yeah, I mean, like, there's your niche uh, podcast. <laughs> Oh yeah, welcome chewing, to Chewing um, sounds Just people masticating mm. Over and over again Disgusting I'm disgusted at you right now you I wonder is, the is there a chewing face. podcast out there? Probably Yeah, There's, There's something for everything now you know? yeah. Something for everyone it's probably more I work in an office I listen to anything during the day So <laughs> Sounds dodgy <laughs> I listen to anything, anything. Animal torture oh, Whatever it is Nazis shaving their moustaches off Hitler podcast Wait for that woman Hitler to come along (laughs) Woman woman Hitler Woman Hitler A benevolent female (laughs) Hitler That's what we're looking for When we come to dictators Do you know what though Would a benevolent dictator We're kind of We're we're touching on improv and dictators (laughs) And uh, And Sun Yi And uh, Arthur Larger uh, Yeah (laughs) That's our code name Arthur Larger Fame Outrageous comedian, Arthur Larger. <laughs> but would a benevolent dictator be a good thing? Because here's the thing, right? In America, when they have a president, you've heard they have this new president now. I've heard president this Trump. Guy. Have you heard yeah, about this? Everyone's, everyone's seen this? Crazy. this. But every president, I think, uh, their hands are tied because of, you know, the Senate Rope. and the House and whatever. Mm. It's set up like the Roman Empire, and that didn't really work that well. That collapsed like a flan in a cupboard, to quote Eddie Izzard. But, well, he was talking about the British Empire. But if if you had a benevolent dictator who didn't have to answer to anyone, who just said, right, 
let's do this, let's do that. I mean, you'd actually get stuff done. <laughs> you yeah. have any examples? But of the problem is had. that <laughs> I'm just pulling it out there. <laughs> What's that phrase? Absolute power is deadly. No, for, no, corrupts absolutely. Absolute power you know, corrupts. Absolute deadly. power is one of <laughs> Clint Eastwood's lesser works. Yeah, that's my, that's no my dialogue for the first twenty minutes or so. It's yeah. like a silent movie. Um, but what a, like if Clint Eastwood was in power, the guy who if, talks if to Clint chair? Eastwood was in power, if Clint oh Eastwood was the benevolent dictator of America, mm-hmm. and he could just do whatever he wanted, would that be a good thing? Would that be a good thing? If he had the best interests, he's of, efficient as a movie maker. He doesn't take, yeah, yeah. So he'd probably do it very quietly. I don't think I'd agree with his policies, though. Yeah, he's, he is conservative. Yeah, but you know, he was wasn't he? Yeah, he was grand with gay marriage and stuff. He yeah. came out with that quote yeah. where he was like, "That's just stupid to be talking about this. Just let it through. Like it's fine." Yeah, but because he knows a lot of, he's got a big gay following. Well, he worked in Hollywood, so yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's watched the outlaw Josie Wells. It's like I love that movie because he's so cool. But there's a little part of me that's going. God, he's very sexy, isn't he? He's just like, he's a man. Oh, yeah. he's, a, he's a real man. Because he is like, you know. Clint like Eastwood he, is definitely he, a man. He's conservative, but he's not a, well, as far as I know, he's not, he's not I mean, he has been accused of. Uh, of uh, Talking to a chair, pretending just, Obama was in it. <laughs> that was my favourite thing yeah. of all time, yeah. But also, uh, Sandra Block, his former wife. Has he? She said he like tried to, to kill her career. By badmouthing her all over Hollywood, but I just think she wasn't very good at acting, yeah. and that's what killed her career. I, I just not getting in for... between Clint Eastwood and his wife again. Yeah, yeah, that was a that was a weird sandwich <laughs> for for you to be involved in. <laughs> yep. I'm just saying though that like a dictator, as even if they start out with really good like intentions, yeah, I just think after a while. I think they either get bored of having all, all the power and then they're like, do you know, I'll just see who cha- I can kill. change my mind. Actually, I don't like you. <laughs> <Is> <laughs> like, I don't like you or anyone like you. That's what's going on in North Korea. He's just got the their line of dictators. Who's the new guy? King Jong-un. Kim Jong-un. Kim Jong-un. Because Kim Jong-il was the dad. Uh, was God the, Ail. Was the dad. God Ail died. Mm. But he did. he just got so bored because yeah. he wasn't fighting Congress or fighting... Uh, a rival political party that he just made up stuff like I invented the cheeseburger yeah. and I went golfing today and got a hole in one on every and he was just making stuff up he was just yeah. like a bored child but Trump does that as well uh, I Trump, he does, Trump yeah. cheats at golf does he? apparently yeah That's what there was, he always cheats at golf and people who play against him are always like I'll just let him away with it imagine that was the strong that was broke. before he was the president like he was just he was constantly cheating at golf so well, maybe now he just... That's what he's doing. He's become president. He's like, nah, I'm going to get actually good at this game. I'm going to really <laughs> knuckle down. I've achieved my president goal. Yeah, now Got I'm that in the bag. Golf. I'm heading to golf now. Yeah. In all fairness, the man's achieving a lot if he does <laughs> become an incredible golfer. He's hitting all his yeah. goals. Like. Yeah, but I mean, he, like, you know, Obama was pretty ineffectual. I'm just saying presidents, American presidents are pretty ineffectual. The, it's, it's a weird race where it's like a beauty pageant compared to what is actually yeah. important, which is like what their Congress and... But in all fairness to the Americans, Irish people are weirdly obsessed with American politics, but when it comes to our politics... Yeah. We're, I'm, I'm like, who's in the doll? I 
Leo Varadkar. Like, I'm like, Leo Varadkar, I know one or two names, but... Who's in that, the doll? Leo's in the doll. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, apart from that, I'm like obsessed with American Simon politics. Harris. And Simon what's Harris. going over there. I know. I, yeah. I, I do. But yeah, people do get very, very obsessed Like, I'll with. go on about American politics and then something will happen at home and I'm like, oh, what's happening? I should oh, really understand typical, it. typical, isn't it? Yeah. Typical boggers. But, but the, thing, the thing about it is, I think it's because because I said that to people, I said, why are you so concerned about American politics? And I'm going, well, America's a big country and what it does affects the rest of the world, which I suppose is true. But then you go to individual states having only ever been in one state mm. in America, which is the state of Texas. But that's massive. You know, that's like a eight times the size of Ireland and has its own kind of way of thinking. Yep. And then even if you go to like, you know, go to Austin, uh, they're, you know. Keep it weird. But they're they're kind of like hipster, cool, uh, artistic people. But like Dallas is very conservative, and then like Santa Fe is almost Mexico, and they've all got different concerns and different like different cities in different states yeah. have different. Uh, but they know who their governor is. They know who they like. You really yeah. fight for all the even on the real. Like on the real ground level, they but, but like here, I'm like councillor. Like I'm is a, yeah. we have a Shannon. Like it's just I, I maybe it's not entertaining enough. Like I know the Healy Rays because they say outrageous stuff. Yeah, yeah. And then we'll notice them. But by that, I mean I don't know what. Like what's the difference between Fine Gael and Fianna Fáil? Like what do they stand for? The spelling and pronunciation. <laughs> yeah, but fuck I mean, all you know, beyond that, I don't know. Yeah. Really. No, well, when I was much. a child, it was Fine Gael will go to jail. Fianna Fáil will win the doll. And that's, that's that's a great rhyme. Well, that's, that's a good. That was a handy way to remember it, all right? Yeah, that's about as political as I've gotten in yeah. my entire life. Well, because I, I usually just vote for independence based on the look of their face. I, I genuinely am like that in the thing. Yeah. You know, when you write one to nine, I write I wrote it every single number. I don't know why, but I'm like, <laughs> and then I'll put number eight to the man I've never heard of. Yeah. Well, you know, because I mean? it'll give him a boost. A, yeah, yeah, it gets a little vote. There is a thing that said it. You should if you want to actively to use your vote to the best of its potential you should do that you should give out all the numbers don't just do one two three and leave it because if you can you can actually vote people down so you can give the person you really don't want to get in the lowest number and work back from there so that way when the votes are are distributed your vote instead of just disappearing will go somewhere else Actually, I did that in the local election because there was one local politician that I didn't like Yep, and I wanted the only reason I wanted to vote I didn't actually want to vote for anyone wanted to vote, yeah. but I didn't Not want yeah. to vote for him yeah. which is like negative voting I suppose it is yeah imagine you just put nine down beside him and left everyone else out and then like <laughs> walked away <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even giving anyone else yeah, anything yeah, yeah. but I want to know if I want him down Why like, you do that or just, yeah 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 just. Well, I do remember in Galway years ago or 15 years ago that all you'd be at a party and somebody who was really into juggling and keeps a dog on a string would uh, whoa 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 I think I know this. <laughs> <laughs> Just narrow it down. Uh, would be lecturing you about George Bush's foreign policy or something, and yeah. you'd, but then, but then they wouldn't be registered to vote in Ireland. They'd be like, "Well, there's no point in voting here." You're like, oh well, that's, my god, that infuriates me so much. Silly. Yeah, but see, that's the thing that yeah, saying there's no point or that it's all or you know, people don't get so worked up about American politics then. And also, man, I just, I, I just asked you where the fridge was. I was just trying to put my cans away. This party, I didn't want to. Yeah, you don't want to yeah. get into it. I don't want to yeah. get into it. <laughs> I, I don't think you should. You should, because uh, when people talk, start talking about politics, and then everything gets very serious. Then someone and, mentions Margaret Thatcher, and it's uh, like, here you go. That's your night. We all have a jolly things on. Yeah, I mean, she got things done, but <laughs> she was. That's all you have to say, and someone's going to lose their mind. Yeah, she got things done, whether they were good things. Uh, 
You can't. I you, don't know. You cannot deny the fact that she got things done. And she hated beards. Did she? She really? she demanded that everyone shave off their beards. In the whole country. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Made, That's wow. what the coal miners were really annoyed about. It yeah. actually wasn't anything <laughs> yeah, yeah. to do with sanctions. Like it's, but it's it's masking our mouths from all the all the coal dust. Yeah. <laughs> it's getting trapped in our beards, and it's not. Getting we don't into have to our dye lungs. our beards; they're already black. Exactly. And yeah. she's like, she said, "I can't do an impression of her." Margaret Thatcher. All right, I want everyone, all the men, to shave their beards off. I'm Maggie Thatcher. I'm the fucking <laughs> prime minister, isn't I? Flawless. Brilliant. Flawless. I've only seen. I've seen. The uh, only way you do Maggie Thatcher is you say the lady is not for turning. That's it. That's, oh yeah. That's, that's, oh yeah. No one will ever impersonate her better than that. That's what, what she I just did there. That's what she used to say about her. Her when she was cooking little guinea fowl. The lady is not for turning. Yeah. Also, why she'd be terrible at driving. She didn't drive either. No, she didn't pass her driving test because the lady's not returning. She's crashing into walls constantly. You know when she started to collapse at a podium one time? That was kind of funny. No. I, I always think it's funny. It's no, on, I've never seen that. It's on YouTube. She's there. Funny Thatcher fails. That'd be an unreal combination of Loads of, loads of funerals of people <laughs> yeah. that she put out of work and start. Anyway, well, um, I've, I've, I've actually... To be honest, I think I saw it. In a, I think it was like a news fail or something. Oh yeah, right, okay. Yeah. Pe- people at podiums making speeches, like when Bob Dole fell off the side of a podium, uh, famously on his campaign trail. But it, no, Thatcher's there and she's talking away, and then she just starts to her eyes go and her head starts to go like yeah. this, and it's, it's almost. Did she have a stroke or something? No, I think she just uh, fell asleep. Fell asleep or collapsed or something. No, she was, she was standing up making a speech, but she just starts to like <laughs> shutting down. <laughs> you know, it's like, I, yeah, I thought she was. I thought she was. Robot. She, she meant, uh, made them do like a live reading of Yes Minister with her in it. What? She not she Yes Minister was her favorite show. You know that BBC yeah, yeah. show where it's that's like, Kim Jong Il level stuff. There. Yeah, and she Netflix, was like, she wanted them to do a, a live reading with her, as in like she'd be the the prime minister and your man would be like Yes Minister and all this, and like apparently the actors didn't really want to do it. But I think they just did it anyway. Look it up online. It's it's wow. just one of those really kind of cringy moments. Is where, it like a whole episode or just a scene no, like, like it's comic like, relief it's, or something? Like it was live. It was in like a, like they were just with mics and stuff and they're Jesus. sitting down. and That's weird. Yeah. Kim Jong-il kidnapped um, a South Korean filmmaker and brought him up to North Korea to teach yeah. him how to direct. <gasps> that, yes, so he was, he I was heard about this. And, his, and the actress, his ex-wife, South Korean um, director and his ex-wife was an actress. Oh, They kidnapped them both. So he brought... A director and his ex-wife. Who was a really famous actress. Yeah, but um, they divorced. Yeah. And like, well, yeah. that'll be really great. He'll really want to yeah, stay. Yeah. So she'll, will she. Put God. them living together. Yeah. We can make this work, guys. The only thing worse than being kidnapped is being kidnapped with your ex. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I guess we have time to work out all those issues that are still kind of... Uh, <laughs> Isn't that the around. premise of like X on the beach or whatever, you know, that like reality show where they'd like their ex to show up and they're meant to be <laughs> on, on a dating beach. show? What? It's based on the South Korean couple who were <laughs> kidnapped by King's Tell me about this reality show, X on the Beach. X on the Beach. Have you guys heard of this? Keen I haven't watched Keen it. has a new favorite show. <laughs> it's his meant eyes to be are, his eyes unreal, are like, no. like yeah. I, 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 so, so wait. It's so a, it's like it's a fake dating show, and then their ex turns up. Basically, it's like all these reality TV stars, um, are you know, like they're doing on a dating show where they so they're strangers, brought, yeah, they're brought to like <laughs> a beach house in a gorgeous location, yeah. and then their ex shows up, 
and it throws a spanner in the works. And all it is, of course, is just for people to have massive arguments hammered, yeah. which, of course, is just really entertaining television, mm. in all fairness. It was massive. Guys, how did you know that? It was massive this summer. I don't know. I've, I've been too busy watching high-quality fare, like The Crown. Oh, yeah, 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 sure. Never have you watched The, the Crown? Fuck up about The Crown. No, I haven't. Because <laughs> I have once again a real a weird thing with the royalty where I am obsessed with them, but I won't admit it. Like the Irish side of me is like, no, I can't admit that I actually am really interested in them. Yeah, it's like I, I'm watching it, and it's you know it's very well written. And see, I was going to watch it, and then I found out that it wasn't told from the point of view of the actual crown. Oh right, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Not narrated by her crown. So the I don't know. Begin watch in it. India or something like yeah. that. Yeah. The current just being like in a glass case, <laughs> going, "Oh, I'd love to be on someone's head." Day one Come in on. Buckingham Palace. <laughs> <laughs> Out in Queen's Head was a lot today. The crown has been called to the diary. <laughs> <laughs> oh, here comes the brasso and just, the polishing uh, meal. I'm up. just disappointed that I'm not going on top of the king's head or the queen's head. I'm just in a glass case. <laughs> Everyone's coming looking at me. All these Japanese tourists taking photographs of me jewels. That's really like your Margaret Thatcher. <laughs> <laughs> oh, narrated by Margaret Thatcher. Perfect. So that's the thing. You're, not, you're never going to have a prime minister. I mean, I was in, in America, they had a kind of... Uh, Jimmy Carter was like a son of a peanut farmer. And he was like a kind of a good... He was a good old boy. But he was like... Yeah. A, he had a southern... Yeah. yeah. I mean, there's a, there's a few examples of American presidents who were, uh, you know, not... Class crack. Part of the elite. Because in England, yeah. it's all... You know, eating and oh, it's yeah. all privileged drinking and, and you, having a great time. You're never going to get, you know, but by go my say, the national services. You know, you're never going to have a prime minister that talks like that. Wasn't Tony Blair meant to be though? He was like the well, he wasn't. Cool. He went to Eton though, did he as well or no? I don't know. But he was meant to be like shake things up, you know, like he was the yeah. young, like yeah. cool Britannia. Yeah, things he was coming in. Things can gonna only get better. Get better. Yeah, just <laughs> you don't. Yes. Yeah, like things can only get better. Being your your, your <laughs> campaign song, D- that's gonna turn ironic. <laughs> D-ream. in a, in a couple of months, wasn't it? D-ream? It's like uh, um, don't stop thinking about tomorrow was the the one for Clinton when Clinton got in the. He re- Clinton reformed Fleetwood Mac because he, he wanted Fleetwood Mac to play that song. That's at, how much at, charisma he has. At his yeah. inauguration. I want, I want you guys, I can't do him. I want you guys to sing this song at my inauguration. And they, but don't stop thinking about tomorrow. I mean, that's, you know, that's low yeah. expectations. That's not like things are going to be better yeah. tomorrow. Yeah, just don't stop thinking about things it. Are, just worry. <laughs> just don't stop thinking about tomorrow. Just don't, don't stop worrying. Continue to have, be uh, anxious about, uh, about yeah. the future, yeah. the unknown yeah. future that's going to happen tomorrow. But what was it? Oh, the Crown. Yeah, it's not what was told. Their song? It's not told from the perspective of the of yeah, the Crown. I see what? But can't watch it. But see, it's very good. And you want to play as the the Queen is brilliant, and she's Claire Foy. She, Claire Foy, and she's much sexier than than the than the real Queen was. Is it Queen Elizabeth the first? It's about it. Queen Elizabeth second. And Philip. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And they do kind of talk like that a little bit, but it, yeah. it, it also has the politics. Like John Lithgow plays. Um, oh God, he's unreal as well. Uh, yeah. He plays Winston Churchill. Winston Churchill, yeah. even though he's. I I haven't seen this. Two foot, <laughs> two foot, two tall. Yeah, John Lithgow's a tall man. Yeah, yeah. He's very tall. He's yeah. too tall, but he, but he's very good. But I, ha- but there's loads of times where I'm watching it. It's really well written. It's really yeah. well shot. Uh, it there's a great balance of kind of balancing out the the royal scandal stuff and the political stuff that's going on and how they crisscross. But there's so many times, almost every episode, I wa- I'm watching it going, 
why should I care about these yeah. Nazi spongers, you know? Yeah. But why, yeah. Like, why should I Because, like, a lot of it is just uh, them complaining about their privileged lifestyle. Yeah. And then there's a bit where Philip is like, I, d- I don't like being essentially Mr. Queen here. And she's like, well, what, what, would, what would one do to make things better, Philippe? And he goes, well, I don't know, I don't know. And then in the I end... become a race car driver. And then in the end, he, he basically becomes uh, Prince Philip, the Duke of Kingdom. With And he's like, I want a scepter and I want a new crown and I want a throne just as big as your throne. Like, she, he, gets this, he gets this title... And it's just and gets and gets stuff. to sit with a with a with a cape and stuff. I want a cape as well. It's like he's a, it's he's a, cosplaying in a playroom. He gets his own little room. It's the, ulti- it's the ultimate cosplay, isn't it? Really, like yeah. I mean, he is the ultimate privileged white male. You're the you're yeah. If his you could get him into your improv goof, Darren never leaves. Yeah, Prince Philip would be brilliant. Yeah. Uh, yes, and you want a title though, yeah. <laughs> yes, and uh, where are we in China? Look out! We get all slitty eyed. <laughs> I or whatever now, he said. I now own all of your land. You're like what? You couldn't have Prince Philip do an improv because he just start <laughs> spewing racial, horrible racial oh. things. Yeah. Well, he's Ugh. like a. It's it's a funny thing when you hear about all that those like well things that he said, which are just clearly like from a different time. And you're yeah. almost like that's like yeah. my granddad. Like it's just you know that's why he shouldn't be a dignitary. My granddad would never have been a dignitary. That I would have been like <laughs> let's send him over now to represent us in Africa. You know what I mean? Like yeah. to be the face of our nation. My father would be the greatest ambassador for Ireland because he, my dad can talk to anyone, anywhere from anywhere in the world as long as he can swing the conversation around to the GAA. He, <laughs> yes. he would talk to the Zimbabwean uh, ambassador yeah. and go, do you play any stick-based sporting games? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Shinty, <laughs> the old-fashioned yeah. hurling. That's my dad with golf or rugby. He's like, are you into golf? No, I was playing now the other day. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And my dad, no one knows what you're talking about. <laughs> my boyfriend isn't into sport and it's literally the bane of his existence talking to my dad. Really? Yeah. My dad doesn't care. Because that's, like, that's, did, you, that's did you watch the match? No. Well, then you'll see the, you'll see in the second half. I'm like he said no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. The man said no. Don't talk to him for the next twenty minutes about this. But know? is that is that the only thing that they can connect on? Well, they no, can't my, connect on. It. Yeah. No, my dad just doesn't care. Regardless, oh, yeah, he yeah. will talk about the sports he's seen. He's just really into golf and he's really into rugby. So like he'll just talk about it with anyone, regardless of if they speak English. Doesn't matter. <laughs> he's going to talk to them about it. I think that's a man thing though as well. I do feel sorry for. For my boyfriend Luke because he isn't into sport. I think that's a really hard thing. Yeah. Because men just instantly can talk. It's such a great thing that you guys just get to be like, oh, well, I don't, I don't know, know you, but I know I can talk about whatever sport was on. I don't think it's a great thing. I think it's a terrible thing because talking about sports is basically saying, when you're talking about sports, you go, oh, did you see the game last night? Oh, we're weak at the back. That's basically code for, I have crippling emotional problems <laughs> that I can't talk about with you right now. Of course. Because we're men and we don't talk about our my father never loved me. Because <laughs> I don't like the funny sport with the crazy ball that goes everywhere. Crazy. Rugby, no, ping pong. <laughs> I know I'm calling it ping pong. It's not ping pong, yeah, ping table pong. tennis. And now the gold medal winner in ping pong. What's the difference between ping pong and table tennis? Is ping pong just spelling and pronunciation? No, ping pong is like it's like what's the difference between crazy golf and regular golf? Is it though? Is it? <laughs> no. <laughs> you don't Softball do or baseball. 
Ping pong and table tennis are essentially the same thing. Okay. I think just table tennis makes it seem like more of a sport, mm. whereas ping pong just makes it seem like some sort of Asian stripper. In trouble now, aren't I? This has been no, reviewed. That's a I've great, done a, that's I've a done great a, name for an Asian stripper. <laughs> Thank you, fairness. Grace. Thanks, uh, I've 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 done, <laughs> had my own Prince Philip moment there. <laughs> Thanks for coming in, Edwin. This <laughs> Pretty is your last episode. Is <laughs> my last episode. Yeah. Um, it's been great that, being here. Are we going to cut out all the El Porter Grope and stuff? Yeah, probably. Yeah. Best. Because he is a lovely man. El Porter. Yeah, total lovely man. Giving up smoking is a great achievement. Have you ever... <laughs> do you have anything to plug, Grace? You do? No, me. Well, no. you got something to plug. No. Well, when is this coming out? A couple of weeks? Next week. Did you have a nice Easter egg? <laughs> Me. Did you have I'm a nice Easter, Easter egg? egg. <laughs> you know what's sad? I've already eaten my Easter egg, so yeah. Me too. <laughs> oh, yay. My mum gave me like I, I went in the back room of uh into the utility room where my mum keeps uh the Easter all, eggs. The Easter eggs and all and she had like about nine little small Easter eggs yeah. that she gives out to all the kids in the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. And then she had two big Easter eggs. One for me and one for my girlfriend, who currently presently lives in Texas. And I was like, how am I going to... I'm not going to bring an egg over. But I think she expects me to bring an Easter egg over... To your girlfriend. To my girlfriend in Texas so she can eat the Easter egg. That's but I took, so adorable, though. I took my thing. Easter egg. Even Like, I'm a I'm a 40-year-old man and my mum still buys me Easter eggs. Uh, and I was like... She's not your mom. She doesn't buy Easter eggs, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, yeah. I suppose that's true. Uh, she still wipes my bum. But she... Uh, it's just like a little thing we have. But I ate the whole fucking thing yesterday. I ate the whole egg. Yeah. And the two... Bars that came with it. Yeah, of course. <laughs> what are you talking about? Like when people talk about it, I think it's a weird thing. It's like um, when when those athletes' diets are put out and they're like the 10,000 calories a day and people are like, oh my God, how did they do it? And I'm like, well, yeah, 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 yeah. I can tell you how they do it because I bleed and do it. Okay? Yeah. <laughs> and I don't do the exercise. Okay? I was going to say, I'm on, yeah. the, I'm on the athlete's diet. Yeah, I just don't do the athlete's share of the exercise. Like... <laughs> You That's know what I mean? Like, I'm not shocked when people tell me this about food. It makes me be like, have to go along with it. Oh, yeah, that's crazy. Who could do that? <laughs> when is your... So, Grace, you're not gigging anywhere at the moment. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm doing the chaplains at the end of April. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Chaplains at the end yeah. of April. And okay. you're, yeah. What date? I think it's the 20th and 21st. Okay. Friday, Saturday. Check, check local listings. <laughs> yep. Specifically locally around Chaplin's. Chaplin's and when's up. your when are you launching your podcast? Uh we don't know you're recording soon. Okay. So it's yeah. gonna be an improv In podcast. In the future. But you're doing you're still doing improv semi regularly? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I have a gig this Friday, but that won't for when this comes out it won't be helpful. But uh, yeah, in Pierce Theatre. And yeah. the name of the group is Cannon Ungrateful Dodos. Penguins. <laughs> yeah, Sorry. Kind of, how dare you? There probably is an improv group in Dublin called that as well. Uh, hungry Flamingos. Uh, yeah. Ungrate- yeah. The Ungrateful Dodos. Dodos. The Ungrateful Dodos. Yeah. Check, Check them out. out on Facebook. Uh, yep. Also, We're I believe Facebook. Grace is part of, if you're going on Electric Picnic this year. Yes. On the Thursday, if you're yeah. one of those lucky 5,000 people. <laughs> lucky it's all like, when did you become a radio DJ <laughs> hey keep your texts and emails coming in they're very important to us if you I, was, I do actually tweet us at reviewable spot there what, you go what, what five it's not like, people it's not like a Willy Wonka thing where everyone gets a golden ticket to get to go to yeah, the Thursday yeah what's, what's the deal with the Thursday night there's, there's, there's er- early like if you've 
If you bought an early bird ticket, you get to go Thursday night. Yeah, I think it's like, like if you've been like the last few years, you get an early bird or something yeah. like that. I haven't been to the picnic for eight years. So there is a uh, comedy show on for those mm-hmm. people in the, the Rankin Wood stage or somewhere yeah. in the lecture picnic. Are you doing that? You're, yeah. you're, you're Joanne McNally's emceeing, Grace yeah. and loads Aoife of other Dooley people. Aoife and Emily O'Connor. Yeah. Aoife on the show. Love Aoife. Yeah. It's going to be great. It's going to be so much fun. And it's the first time I'm ever going to Electric Picnic as well. So. Have you ever been? No, I've always gone to um, I've always gone to Body and Soul because, you know, I'm just that, that kind of person. I've started at the Electric Picnic, I'll <laughs> yeah. have you know. Uh, if you weren't there at the start, you don't really know what it's really like. Yeah, exactly. Well, a little tip for you, Grace. If you're uh, going there as a performer, uh, you won't be searched for drugs. So bring as much <laughs> as you want. My little tip. Call yeah. back to a conversation we had before the show started. Okay, yes. that's um, thanks very much, Grace, for coming in. Thank and. You. Thanks to you for listening. Thanks to you. Thank to you. Let's try that again. Thanks to you for listening. You, Edwin. You're looking at me specifically. I'm like, I, I can't help but listen. I normally I'm in look the same at the rooms room. and you say it's weird that I'm not looking at people. So I'm looking at people today and it feels even weirder. Anyway, thanks for listening. We'll be back next week. And that's it. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. And that's our show. Alan Bennett was the producer. Rob Steers did our spanking new artwork. SoCal did the team tune. And uh, Paddy was involved as well. Uh, thanks, Paddy. So uh, we'll be back next week where our guest will be Kevin O'Sullivan. They're recording the podcast inside the building. This has been a production of the Headstuff Podcast Network.